When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That cold case you're listening to? Nasty stuff. But you know what else is a crime? Missing even a moment of whatever you're doing to go on a drink run. Luckily, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get them delivered in under 60 minutes. So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. Okay, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. I'm liking it. There's a couple of huskies in the back out there. I, uh, uh, Nina, Zena, Flacco. Welcome, my friends, to Suns Out, Mike's Out, a Cobras and Fire podcast brought to you by the Pantheon Podcast Network and the only show sticking it where the sun does shine. Well, uh, I'm very glad you're uh, back here um, uh, in my backyard here. Uh, before I introduce you, um, why don't you uh, that, grab that little uh, present that I brought you here yeah. and uh, go ahead, open it up. Um, you, you can leave the card in there, um, you know, because that's just personal. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, okay. uh, just, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I I know you like bent paddle, but I couldn't find it where I was yeah. at. Yeah. I, I kind of waited till the last minute. Uh, uh, what do Thank you think? Thank you. Oh, it's perfect. I love it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to be, uh, you know, putting them down six at a time. You want to explain to the, the, this is not a video show, so you want to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so I am, uh, you know, I'm receiving a six-pack of Lightning Kugel Summer Shandies, mm. uh, which is a nectar of Wisconsin. It is uh, unlike the straight line, uh, you know, Lightning Kugels. Straight line is basically a uh, bathwater. Yeah. This is uh, two steps up. So, nice. Uh, oh, I, say I, I did swing a little low. Maybe yeah. I should have gone and see No, it. it's perfect. Yeah, I love it. Summer drink. I appreciate that, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> it's a summer show. That was kind of the theme here. But uh, uh, does Line and Kugel, they used to do that like double Bach beer that would come out just a little bit like uh, when they would clean the barrels. And the, some, something to do with the what they scraped out. They could only do it once a year. Correct. I believe that was in the late 90s. That was... Uh, yeah. um, I, I used heard to, about it. 
It was a big seller when I was in Rochester. Like when it, when you you when you found out about it, it might be gone by the time you got to the liquor store that day. Like I just bought three cases. You get off work, go there, and it was gone. No, no, a ton of not so much the case. Not a hot seller. I was able to buy it for a few months at the liquor store by my dad's house there the last summer I lived in Otana. So. Low seller, low seller there, but uh, that's all right. That's all right. Served you right. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, let me get to the the, the introduction here, man. Uh, uh, of course, I'm speaking here. I'm, I'm proud to have on my back porch uh, the inventor of the dick pic. Uh, this is, uh, well, yeah, you know what? Uh, you, you, you are one of my oldest friends at this point. You know, we've been friends for... Almost, almost around the same time I moved to the Twin Cities. Shortly after that, I met you. Um, I'm talking to Mirik Alexandrovich. Uh, we called him Knuckles when he was in Jesus Chrysler and Bloody Bedsheets, actually, for a little bit. Um, and we'll get into that in just a second. But uh, thank you for you know you know giving offering your time here for basically a six pack of Wisconsin swill. Uh, so I appreciate that. It's a wonderful environment. I think I'm uh, in the you know the midst of St. Paul. <laughs> uh, which is always uh, good to be, and uh, I have some Wisconsin beer on hand. Of course, uh, we have some Blue Mountains also. Yeah, we're uh, we're actually sure. dipping into Col- Golden Colorado specialty. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, uh, it's yeah. It's gonna be a blast. Uh, listeners of the show will be super surprised to know that we're drinking Coors Light right now. But uh, yeah, well, we're it's, old. A, it's a big shift for me. Correct, we're old men. <laughs> you know. Now, actually, you lived less than a mile from here when I first met you. Um, you and uh, you were at that time girlfriend, but now wife, uh, Deanna. Correct. At the time, we were fornicating in sin, living uh, right off mm, Winnie Avenue yeah. uh, and Snelling. Yeah, right by the was, state fairgrounds. There. That was within walking distance, yes. Uh, we'd go and, you know, uh, enjoy the state fair two, three times you know, a year. Um, yeah. Well, what have you been up to uh, besides, uh, I don't know, working? Standard life, uh, trying not to go crazy, um, avoiding pandemics, things of that nature. Playing a little guitar, you know, a little acoustic. Um, just, just, you Living know. Living in fear, to, what I just heard. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Living in fear, <laughs> basically, and dr- drowning that fear with alcohol. Yeah, oh, that's what I do, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm afraid of everything, so I get drunk. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Pass so. out somewhere. Um, uh, well, let's get into a little bit of the, the show topic here. You, you're not as familiar with the podcast as, as um, well, as someone who listens to it a lot. Uh, but this is uh, called Suns Out, Mike's Out. This is kind of a sidecast I'm doing for the summer. We're, we're winding down. You're one of the last couple episodes. Uh, so uh, let's get into some of the summer topics. Now, we'll get into the band stuff here in a bit. But um, what do you, like, is, is summer, where does it rank as far as your favorite season? I mean, is it... Uh, um, top one, top is it top five? Does it make your top five seasons? <laughs> Summer for me would definitely make a number two. Hmm, what's uh, one? Number one would be fall. I you know, enjoy the crispness and the you know arrival of death uh, of winter. <laughs> so you know, I celebrate the. Solstice. You know, yeah, the, you know, falling of leaves and and you know you get some nice you know of temperatures. Um, Summer is number two, although, you know, with age, uh, we sunburn, you know, a lot. So mm-hmm. I no longer, you know, gallivant nude. Not a lot of uh, Polacks uh, tan like you. Is that an accurate statement? 
Correct, correct. Mm. I'm um, half breed. Yes. <laughs> right. yes. Uh, I got my ancestry results, and it's it's a lot all over the board. I'm I'm all sorts of Scandinavian. Uh, <laughs> Are you familiar with the small uh, small island of Sardinia? Ah, no, not at all. Point oh eight percent Sardinian. Uh, <laughs> fierce fighters. Uh, you want to vote there? They, yeah, the fierce fighters. Uh, they're really well known for, of course, the fish sardine. They you know scoop them up by thousands. Uh, so they're they're you know, it's in my blood. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what about summers in Poland? I know it's been a long time since you were there. Were they now? Poland is actually just a little bit north. If I looked at the globe right today, right, just a little bit higher out alti- or uh, up the uh, latitude. Correct. We would be a little bit more north of here, but uh, the thing that you have to take in mind is 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 the the uh, the jet stream that f- you know follows uh, through Minnesota. So. Um, that makes it colder uh, in Poland. It is not as cold. Mm, um, okay. Standard four seasons, you know, um, falling leaves, summertime, fall, arrival of death, winter. Uh, it's pretty much the same as here. It's just it's not as cold. Yeah. You know, I guarantee at some point we talked about it, but I actually have no recollection. Where in Poland did you live? Uh, I was born in a little town called Katowice, which is just in the south of Poland. And I am a little, that would be a little bit more northwest of Krakow. You might be familiar mm-hmm. with that town. Um, so, yeah, you know. Over there by the Wisconsin Dells. Correct. It's, <laughs> it's by the Kugel's Brewery. Yeah, yeah. That's a joke for one specific person. Correct. I heard um, the ice. Swirl. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm already on number two here. Um, we've been talking a little bit before we go. By the way, help yourself as we go. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you self-monitor. Um, uh, no charge. Uh, Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, man. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, you, you do look here. great. Uh, you got the nice summer tan kicking here. I'm a little jealous. Uh, Appreciate that. Yeah. I uh, spent some time in the pool. You know, I take advantage of the neighbors when they're not home. You know, show up uninvited. There's nice. A, yeah, there's people there, but I just, you know, think I live there. So, saw a story on the news th- this morning, actually. Um, a couple in Oregon decided to just, and this is the way the news told it, okay? So, I'm not saying that everything's accurate. This was the news story. It was supposed to be one of those kind of like puff pieces. Okay. A couple in Oregon decided there's some stupid, I don't know, like you can rent your pool out. So there's there's some fucking Airbnb type app where you can throw your pool up, and they they were renting their pool out for seventy five dollars, so they're the seventy five dollars an hour. Okay. All right. Now, at the bottom of of the screen, it seems to be unbeknownst to the woman, uh, the anchor woman telling the story. She's like, "Guess how much they've made? Like it already says one hundred thousand dollars. It's like couple rents pool makes one hundred thousand dollars is what's along the bottom of our TV. And she's Correct. like, "You'll never guess what they made." The ticker has yeah. already told us that. So, but I'm like, I'm like, wait a second, seventy five dollars an hour. That does not seem like you're making a hundred grand this year. So I did the math. If they started, they would have had to have been basically booked twenty four hours a day, <laughs> never used the pool themselves, That's... and start at the like around Labor or Memorial Weekend. Till now, and I'm like, all right, something's wrong with this story, you know. And, and the fact that, you know, of course, uh, we have news people that don't even think they, you know, ask these kind of questions. They're but, talking uh, heads. And they look pretty, and uh, you it, know, is, it is a pointless job. On the flip side, uh, you know, you're looking at a lot of probably dirty ass in your pool, <laughs> which you know, um, it could be a problem. I mean, if you have children, and I'm trying to think, like, like what is the what is the upside to that? Is you know, I mean, I suppose it's kind of like going to like a community pool, but you're um, you're getting it just for yourself and your family or something. 
private environment, you know. Yeah, I guess. You pay you the gotta price. you got to drive there. It's probably not exactly like, I mean... Three-hour I mean, drive for an hour of pool. I mean, is it worth it? Well, you might get a few hours, I suppose. But still, you know, you get three hours, you know, that's $225, man. Yeah, that's good cash. Mm. Look into it. Let's dig a hole. Yeah, let's dig, let's dig a hole. <laughs> get one of them kiddie pools, you know. Oh, uh, All right. Well, uh, one of the questions I try to get out of the way here early, too, is like, what about, like, grilling? You you, I, you have a nice little patio up there, but do you guys have a grill set up there? Is it down low? or I do. I do. I'm grilling on top, on the top level of mm-hmm. my patio, you know, deck. You built that, right? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. That was uh, I'm, very uh, handy. This uh, I like this to Knuckles guy. What should I call you? Do you prefer Mirk at this point? I mean, Knuckles was your your stage name. I'm so. going with Knuckles. You okay. know, I'm still you know living up the. Persona. That's how you're still in my phone, but that's because I, I just never change. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm good with wood. You know, lumber. I should say. Uh, you know, I whittle mm-hmm. on occasion. So you know, I've built you know, a couple of decks in the past, but. Uh, yeah, so it's been up. You know, I had to re, you know, re, uh, reapply some of the wood because it has rotted since. But uh, mm. yeah, we uh, we grill on the upper level. I'm a, I'm a you know propane griller. Um, What's I've, your go-to food? Uh, my go-to would probably be chops, thick pork chops. Pork chops. Nice. Yes, uh, you know you seal the juice and then. It's beautiful. I love, oh, a, I love dead, a good pork chop. I love a dead pig, you know. <laughs> it's good. It's tasty. Nice. Salty. Yeah. Right on. Uh, do you listen to music out there? Uh, Bluetooth? What do you got going on there? Correct. You know, I'll do a little acoustic out there for the neighbors. I'll live in a, a little, you know. So you'll actually entertain yourself while you're grilling. Like, I'm playing. I do. I do. You know, amongst with, you know, with the neighbors. I, I You know, there's a lot of blue hairs, you know, out there. Uh, some older <laughs> ladies, you know, I typically chill with no shirt. Um, yeah. I always thought your wife picked the location. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she has a lot to say, to, you mm-hmm. know. But then, you know, if you see a lady that's speaking out, you know, through the curtains, hey, man, more power, you know, of tour. I'll drop that shirt. Nice. Let's go. I'm a, yeah, the equal man, opportunity yeah. shower. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where to segue from there. <laughs> well, we, we had our own uh, share of like um, uh, outdoor shows uh, with Jesus Christ. So there was always kind of the the funner ones. I thought, like typically, like a keg somewhere on a on a on a. Farm. Remember, we did the one the summer. It was like we called it Farm Out. We did a little tour. It actually, being like four or five total shows, but always some party with. Uh, a lot of times the same three bands. I mean, DTO and Downshift were always seemed to be with us. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, we would uh, travel down from St. Paul. I think we went down fifty two, uh, and then depends we would, on where we're going. Yeah, right? we'd stop at local, you know, establishments <laughs> and uh, shwill up. It was like being on tour minus the pay. Yeah, uh, but uh, <laughs> you know, it was it was good. Uh, and I believe we did a show at the uh, Winona of College. Mm. Rock station. That was summertime, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I mean, that was a what a mess that was. That was a mess. Like they had no idea what they were in for. Like no. uh, Mike uh, Richardson, who invited us down to the to play in the radio station, he was assuming we'd show up with a couple acoustics, and like we show up with like basically a full, full PA, drum full yeah. drum set. It was ridiculous. Nah, we're doing an electric show. What the hell? What That's you, right. He's like, we only. He didn't even know how to. Like, uh, thank God uh, DJ Dave was there. He like had to like tell him how to plug this in so it would go in over the actual radio station. But. <laughs> Chrysler, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Shags was uh, in full effect. Uh, now, yeah, that was... was the weekend, and I still, like, uh, 
remember it clear as bell because I was just scared shitless. We went, we were we were bar crawling in um, Lacrosse. Lacrosse, yeah. I think the most bars per capita is their their claim Correct. to fame. Um, and we were actually heading back. It was towards the end of the night, and we were going to the, to the last bar. Um, well, for me anyway, I don't remember. I, don't, I have no idea what you guys did. Um, the uh, uh, we were. It was a bar that we started the night out with. That's what I'm trying to get at here. I'm clumsy there. Uh, as we're walking in, I get tapped on the shoulder by a police officer. You guys just keep plowing through, and I get actually put in the back of a cop car and taken to the police station. Um, and I sat there for a while. And it turned that they, best I can tell you is that they, they, they thought I was somebody that I wasn't. Uh, oh, the bouncer fingered me. That's what it was. The bouncer said, "Not that guy. That's the guy." And then, like when they, I can't remember the, what they were asking me, but the, the, it was pretty easy to disprove. But the, I actually had to sit there before anybody talked to me for a while. The cop in the car never fucking he's like, huh. wouldn't tell me anything. I never knew that. Well, I mean, and then I don't know. Maybe you remember this part. I actually walked back to the hotel after that, yes. and you were just leaving the hotel. You guys all assumed, and we'll touch on that <laughs> real quick here, that I had just gone back to the hotel. Um, it was a case of mistaken identity, something like that. I I, I really don't like. I, I remember like like just how panicky I was, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? You know, what I mean, it was, I, like I thought I was like in like nobody was really telling me anything. I really didn't get the details, but like when they found out where I was and who I was, they were like, no, it's not that. I recall we lost you, and we thought you just you know detached and went rogue, you know, underground, and we're like, you know, he's capable and he can do that, yeah. but at the same time, you know, a little worried. But they were like, you know, he's fine. You, know, he's well, you were walking out of the parking lot as I was walking back, but I think it was like three or four in the morning at that point. Oh yeah, that was a that was a rough night. You know, I got lost at that point. You know, also, you know, I got you know, detached from the party. I ended up in uh, a reggae uh, establishment, <laughs> and for some reason, you know, I'm, I'm just looking for my people, and I, you know, I'm like just going, okay, what's happening here? There's probably what. 70 or 80 bars in that city. Yeah. You know, in a oh, it was nuts. four I, block square you know, area. Um, it definitely owned its reputation, but. Yes, yes. Was that the time where uh, there were some bugs in the walls? Yeah, yes. you called the front desk and you kept talking to. You, 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 were, you were lightly hitting on the, the front desk lady, um, but I can't remember her name. But you kept telling her there indirectly, was Indirectly. It was an indirect hit. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. It was like. Uh, Not blatant. Um, yeah, well, the, the, I'm tactful. The, yeah, there was definitely no like um, uh, supposition of actually scoring that night. It no, was no, there was like no chance just, at all. Yeah, yeah. No, was, I just recall the, way, the bugs. Yeah, yeah, I recall hearing some things you know, on the wall. And it, you know, it could have been the alcohol, or the reggae, which you know I wasn't sure. And I was like, hey, there's, I definitely hear bugs. Yeah. Accordions, maybe bugs. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk. You know. But we didn't really have cell phones at that point, so it wasn't easy to stay in touch. No. Um. And also, I'm going to set you up here. Maybe you'll remember, maybe you won't. I'm guessing you do. <laughs> um, but I had kind of a go-to move if if Baco got a little too drunk. Do you recall <laughs> what my, my, my fallback was? Disappearance? Yeah, you can just go sleep somewhere. <laughs> Correct. It was by, most likely sleeping somewhere. You probably just, just walk back to the hotel. and, and by, I would never tell anybody. That that's the the key point is that like it really at that point I can't really that was actually going through my head too is like well no one's gonna fucking think anything about this because I do this shit all the fucking time you yes. know when we're out and we're somewhere where we're not from and we were not concerned like at all. Jackson Malax all the time I mean it's just yeah. like fucking go somewhere Remember getting lost in the dungeon <laughs> <Yeah. at> Jacks. 
Oh, was that a Halloween night, I think? Yeah, that's right. You weren't even in the band of that night. You came to see us do um, uh, Jesus Kistler. That's right. Yeah, it was like one of the very early in me and Toots, you know, uh, our, our dating process. And she <laughs> she finds you and he's like, he better not be fucking some chick somewhere. <laughs> and you're like, I guarantee he is just because, you know, you, you would talk to me. Well, oh, you were in no sh- Yeah, you I were, was like gone. You were in no shape to talk, man. You know, and <laughs> I reassured your, uh, I think, fiance at the time. No, we were weren't you? engaged quite yet. Okay, um, okay. But, so uh, it was a girlfriend, you know, and yeah, it was cons- very early on in our relationship. So the concern was there, and yeah. I, you know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm cheering for. You're trying to like be patient with her. It was like, I, there's no way. Like, look, I get it. we're gonna find him, and he's gonna be sleeping. And, and sure look- enough, I found a mattress on a floor. And I'm looking to help her. You yeah. know, I'm like, no, let's let's find him. You you're know, the white knight that night. I'm sure he's yeah. okay. You know, didn't mention that the mattress was really pee stained, and you know, <laughs> but Paco was comfortable, checked out, and then. You know, we found you, and I said, he's all yours. I'm out. You know, walked away. I got my fucking kiss makeup just smooshed all over my face. <laughs> you look like a homeless guy. It's great. Which, I'm not she laughing She never at. experienced that at that point. No, you know, no, that like, was a first, which... Oh, yeah, actually, that, man, I don't know. That might have been the last. That might have been like, wow. like, well, I can't really do this to her. You Correct. know what I mean? You know, yeah. like, so now I, now I got to think about this. It's, you know, you know we, it's no big deal to do it to your buddies. You know what I mean? We have arrived, yes. I mean, yes. we would play Oatana. Like, I would go to a movie by myself because I would get up before everybody. I was just a really <laughs> early riser. And so, I'm like, and I'm like, I'd be still in my leather I, pants wearing the shit that I was wearing the night before because we just crashed at some party. And it's just like. It was a beautiful time. It was a beautiful Star Wars, time. I can see that a third time. And then. Oh, it was a beautiful time in life. Uh, you know, <laughs> overall, I, you know, me being a young lad, just, uh, you know, early, early. Uh, relationship with a young lady she didn't know what she was getting into but you know you're an inspiration uh, for me um uh, you you very much uh, brought out the uh like musically or just um, as a, more of as a personality we would definitely musically too uh I we, that. um um more as a yin and yang thing okay, um, okay. Uh, when, we, when we wrote together it was more uh you would do like a lot of more instrumentation and stuff where i would try to go for a melody aspect to it so i always liked that but yeah. but no <laughs> As a human being, uh, you were kind of like a role model. Um, uh, you you unleashed uh, some confidence in me, and uh, and uh, I just I uh, really appreciate that. That's, that's, so, so, that's so sweet. We're going to be hugging later. No yeah, I'm, only, I'm saying that now. I'm only like I'm not even halfway through number two. Yeah, no, so, it's going to change yeah, here yeah, shortly. Yeah, we'll be shirtless. Baco will be sleeping here shortly in the shed. We'll, I will lose him. Yeah, uh, but yeah. you're just going to go inside. And it's like the, I don't know. He disappeared. One person on the deck here, but I lost him somehow. But you know. No, I, uh, I, you know, I appreciate the confidence that actually being in a band with you had given me, mm. which because you know I was really sort of shy, you know, a little gun shy, you know, yeah, with the music and and you know I I practiced and I like to say that I was you know tried to be a good musician, but it really sort of arrived when you know when we started the you know the bloody bed sheets and then it evolved into Chrysler where you know where it was just like okay. I can play, you know, mm-hmm. 10 songs at a show. It was, you know, it never really truly existed, you know, before that. So I appreciate that. Thank and, you. And I've always said, and I flat out mean it, you're a better guitar player than I am. I probably should Stop be the one sliding it. over to bass. Stop Honestly, it. Honestly, uh, uh, I'm, I'm a banger, you know. I'm yeah. Again, my, my, but that's me, though. I'm, I'm more, I'm rhythm. I'm a songwriter. That's, that's, it's my tool that I use to get my message out, you know, good or bad, you know, however it is. But let's get into, <laughs> I love the story of how you joined 
uh, Bloody Bed Sheets. Now, uh, a little backstory: Bloody Bed Sheets was going to be a three-piece band. Now, Bloody Bed Sheets came Jesus Christ, or just for people who know. So that, that's kind of the reason we're, we're tying into that. But you, 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 um, you were hired at at the at the print shop that that I worked at, still do, by the way, um, to be the delivery driver there. And uh, through our conversations, it didn't take long to see, for us to you know know our mutual interest in music, right. a lot of love for some of the similar bands, Rage Against the Machine and whatnot, uh, Soundgarden, a yeah, lot of the yeah. grunge stuff. Um, and but uh, you found out that we were thinking about get, actually moving on from the three piece with no bass player. Ooh, excuse me. To having a bass player, and then like one day on lunch, you just you take it from here. I I don't know the story. You bought a bass. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the it was at the uh, Ford app, uh, the Ford Parkway Music Around, if I remember right. That was the hundred twenty-five dollar bass. You still have that it? I, I just sold it for one hundred fifty bucks. Huh? Oh, look at that! So, uh, yeah, twenty-five yes. years later, twenty-five dollars. That's a dollar. Correct, year correct. Man. I put uh, new strings on it and I pushed it. And a friend of mine is enjoying it right now. But uh, you know, I believe I set myself up with uh, you know, I had a little cabinet, a little cab. Uh, it was a hard key cab with mm-hmm. three speakers. It was uh, it had three ten inch speakers instead of four. And I think um, I was playing through another hard key head like a three fifty thirty five hundred. Um, it's one of them, um, you know, tube simulating amps which solid state, but it sounded okay for what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And then I started learning some Chrysler songs, or some, I'm sorry, Bloody Bedsheet songs you know, at the time. Yeah, yeah, and you actually came to my house, and, and we, we rehearsed a little bit. Now, my recollection is, and I don't think we, we practiced as a band before that first show at the Palace where it really was just a way to, for Shags to get free movers. Correct, correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just came across some photos from that. Uh, I remember just moving stuff. There was what three, four flights. Oh, it was like, um, God, it was two of the longest f- flights. But it's like for, for a normal place, it was about four flights of steps. Oh, jeez! Straight down. I remember that. Like one, like like one little. Uh, I don't know, just a little bit. You, you go down to like a few steps, then take a left, and then it's yes. like thirty stairs, hundred stairs. Correct. You look if you go down, you go down. Yeah, you know, if you're carrying yeah, that, we're amp. talking full video games, like the the, the ones that are in arcade. That was From, ridiculous. Yeah. Hence your back problems now. Yeah, probably now. I can yep. blame it all on that. Though. Welcome, you're welcome. But I remember the the, the like you kind of came down. We you and I kind of I showed you some of the songs, and then we were just kind of sure. it was a pretty laid back party. It wasn't going to be like a real gig or anything like that. Yeah, it was just Shags was moving out of this place, and he wanted to like throw a party. Um, yeah, it's downtown Owatonna, and so so we show up, and actually you meet Garrett and I at, at Garrett's mom's house. And, um, and, and we, we all head over there and like Shags isn't answering. He's not getting up. We finally get him up and nothing's done. Like he was supposed, the plan was he's moving that day. We show up around four. We carry stuff. Set up. We're ready to play. Correct. No, we show up about four. He opens the door around five and he's like, yeah, now can you guys load all this stuff into my moving van? You know, it's just like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So and I remember we- seeing you on the, on the, on the pay phone. Uh, from his That's apartment, right. uh, talking to to your be- your beautiful well girlfriend again at the time, Correct. but uh, your bride uh, Deanna, like trying to explain it's like we still haven't started. Like you, I think at some point you were like planning on leaving by like ten, eleven o'clock at night or something like that, and we didn't start till probably midnight. Oh, it was rough. It yeah. was rough. Uh, we're still together, uh, you know. 
things worked out. Uh, I have done a lot of you know, apologizing on the behalf of the band and myself over the course of years. But you know, we, yeah, we, I definitely owe your wife an apology or two. I think for, everyone for at some point. We're, yeah. we're, you know, we're all at the, you know we're on this you know same boat here. But that was you know interesting because uh, you know. I, I was like, we're gonna, you know, we're just gonna jam for a minute, and things are gonna be good. It'll be fun. And next thing I know, I'm like, it's eleven. We haven't even started playing yeah. it. Yet I stuck around, and you know, you know, yeah, we you did actually some played things. with Steve a little while afterwards. Yeah, if I remember yeah right. that was fun. That was buzzard fun. gravy, buzzard gravy, <laughs> man, that was glorious. Take off your pants. Yeah, jeez, a great song. Oh. <laughs> uh, truck driving N word. Oh. He- Yes, I think, I, I think we did like four shows with with uh, Buzzard Gravy before we realized like, and God bless Shags, his brother. He yeah. was like, yeah, I don't think we should play with them anymore. People are starting to like get a little weirded out by them. <laughs> we had a connection. I th- you know, I feel Steve Owen. Oh, he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, apparently you're super racist, but other than that, you know, oh, we're good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't hate the guy for being a human. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, so, so you know, there was definitely plenty of stories. Um, let's see, one that really sticks out in my mind uh, would probably be, uh, it was you know, after I had left Chrysler, and I know I'm skipping here. And yeah, we're going to jump all over. I, I decided um, the chronological yeah, thing is going to yeah, work. Uh, yeah, I'm skipping here. So I left Chrysler you know, at some point. Uh, there was Yeah, let me pause you right there. Uh, just for the listener, uh, first of all, we we it's pro- partially because we always stayed good friends and on good terms, but like and always like jamming with you. But uh, you've been in and out of the band quite a few times. Oh, several. Okay. Anyway, carry on. Um, so, you know, I left the band, uh, and it was uh, I don't remember the reason. It might have been something like you know I had a child or something, low key, but. Like, yeah, um, it was always something. I'm going I'm to walk away Not for a minute. I don't like that. No, no. No big deal. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Walked away for a couple of years or whatever. And then, uh, you know, all of a sudden I get a call from uh, from Baco saying, hey, uh, we're you know, we're going to do a show in uh, Claremont, Minnesota. Hogfest. Hogfest. Uh, at that point, I've been out So of- that was a rejoining period. Correct. Oh, I remember. Actually, we actually have video footage of the whole rehearsal, the whole build-up. But carry it's on. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. I, you know, I believe, uh, you know, I had to, you know, think about it. It was uh, probably two, three weeks out. You know, I. It was fairly short. I did not know any of the songs anymore, so because you know you don't practice them, uh, but uh, uh, it ended up just being me coming down and practicing with treble and you. And running through, what do we do? Fifty, sixty songs, you know, roughly. I don't Something know. Like that. We, play, we we prepared to do a a full three set night. Yeah, yeah. So in the parking lot of a uh, like like a, a custom bike shop. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, so you know, I didn't say I was proficient, but I was able to play these songs, uh, you know, with with okayness and. Uh, well, you know, like I always like to say, it's just bass. It's yeah, four strings, <laughs> one note at a time. How can you fuck that? You can up? half-ass bass. Anybody can. Come on, yeah. So, uh, do you remember that there was a uh, at the same time what was going on in Claremont? You know, I believe there was like a you know the annual Tater Day or whatever. No, it was called Hogfest. Ho- oh well, it was Hogfest. Yeah, of it was the city. Yeah. city's Hogfest, and the the bike shop was trying to flip the finger to the city because the city was kicking them out, correct? Correct. They would not let them be part of Hogfest. 
officially. So they hired us to to play, as and they had us playing at the same time as the bands that the city had hired. We tried to get louder, yeah, and louder, and there was you know little burnouts and motorcycles. You that know, was all, that was amazing. The first was, time it was unsettling. I was like, what the hell is going? I've never even seen something like that. But yeah, it was it, it was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was really you know it was a good time. Yeah, I remember uh, sleeping in a tent. That evening, uh, it was a great, you know, of temperature. We had Outback with us, and he was underage and got hammered and puking all over the place for the first time. And like, it was, uh, it was, it was a real nice. Uh, it, was, it was nice to pass the torch. You know what I mean? I forget about the Outback. <laughs> outback. Yeah, he roadied for us that oh, night. We had roadies. We would recruit from local high schools, you know, for a little bit. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, we were uh, we're on the way up. We're on the way up, but uh, you know. We tried, so that really sticks out in my memory. The the whole putting together the show, and you know, f- coming up to par, mm. and then you know, executing the show, you know, as a team, well, we pulled was, it off. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, um, it was actually, I really wish we had um, a solid video of that performance because there yeah. was a lot of fun songs that we played that night. Um, you know, and that was kind of the catalyst to where we started switching to. Like let's do covers. Let's at least learn them, and, and we can make some money and still do the, the original yeah, thing. Yeah. And then pretty quick that became not. Now I don't think you rejoined right away, correct? I had some reservations. I think Dino was between you actually joining and becoming part of the, the cover circuit. So correct. Going back now, the, the the classic original music lineup would have to be Shags, yourself, Goose, and me. That was the longest tenure. That was when we recorded and did most of the actual meaningful original gigs. Correct. Um, and that was a lot of fun around that time, too. I But now we have to talk about Garrett uh, at some point here, right? I, 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 oh, we got to cover Garrett. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Garrett is, is, is it for those that I, cause I don't talk about him on the show that much, you know, largely because yeah, well, something's going on. We lost Baco. Anyway, uh, yeah, Garrett, Garrett's one of my. He he's probably my first friend. That that uh, we were both into Kiss. We go back to first grade. That kind of stuff. Our, our dads were were buddies. That kind of thing. So old then, friend, old friend. Yeah, I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, we, yeah, we we've known each other. Wow, for forever. Um, and uh, he was a Pisces. He also, I know that. Oh, really? Because he shared uh, the birthday with my mother. Uh, that's how I know. Oh, that. okay. Yes, that's yes. why I like. I know. I know it's in March, right? Twelfth. March twelfth. Yeah. Um, but God bless Garrett. But Garrett, um, Garrett had a, uh, he was, he could be a bit dramatic. Uh, and we had a big show and it was going to be, so the whole plan was like, before you joined, we were, we, we were, we were, once we got serious, the idea was that like, you know, we're writing songs. We're going to, let's, we have to take this out of Medford. Yeah, at the time we were rehearsing, you can grab me one there. Uh, I'm almost done here. Thank you very much. Um, I'm, we're rehearsing in Garrett's mom's garage, the, you know, every, Every weekend at that point, as much as we could make it, right? Correct. Um, so b- before you joined, we had already talked. Like, and everybody was on board, Garrett included. We're moving to the cities. You know, Chags was gonna had had a place he was gonna stay. Oh yeah. And Garrett was gonna drive back and forth until things started happening. But the the, the band had to be a Twin Cities based band to have any real traction, right? We we couldn't absolutely work out of the out of Medford, Minnesota. So. With that came to fruition, I don't know, with a month or two after you joined, we decided to do like a farewell to Oatana show. And then actually th- that night we were going to load up, and the next day we were going to start rehearsing at your mother's house. Correct. 
All right. Um, so you weren't there when Garrett quit. You showed up the next day to if, correct. You weren't there. We, we went down the night early to get everything set up, and and you were coming on on the actual day of the show. Correct. Um, <laughs> that doesn't help move. Yeah. This is the best reason anybody's ever quit a band ever. It's beautiful. Um, so prior to the show, and again, Garrett in the background is is having some jealousy that Shags and I are spending time because now Shags is living in the Twin Cities. So him and I are actually doing things away from Garrett. Uh, and so we go, we ended up buying some clothes, like like a fancy shirt, you know? Sure, yeah, you went shopping together. <laughs> something flat, something yeah. flashy to wear for the big show. Right, the, looking the big good. Send off, right? Yeah, the ladies. Um, and uh, anyway, while we're unpacking all our gear, that stuff came out, and, and Garrett was, t- I, w- I wasn't part of the conversation, but I was, you know, that was, was there. Um, Shag's like, yeah, this is what we bought to uh, to wear tomorrow, to wear at the show tomorrow, or something like that. Like, like oh. And so Garrett's like, I guess you guys are going to be so pretty. It was a jealousy and, issue. Yes. And so Shags immediately said to Garrett, what are you going to wear? A T-shirt and some cut-off sweatpants with paint on it? Which is what he was wearing. <laughs> At the time when he said it to him. And he went ballistic. And he quit the band. He threw some shit around the room. Um... And did we just end up leaving that night? Or that no, well, that was the night before you came down. So we haven't even done the fucking show yet. Well, that's so, right. So the next day you come down, it's fairly early still. I think you and D got a got a hotel room, and we're all kind of having the little band meeting. It's like, well, what are we going to do about Garrett? So yeah, what's happening? We, we all knew that, like you know, he's just upset. Well. We'll somebody, talk him down, yeah. Somebody has to go talk to him, and then we... I don't know how we decided, but that ended up being me. <laughs> Good luck. The oldest friend comes through. And it was one of the most glorious situations ever. So I go to his house. Okay. And, and I'm sitting in his living room, and and he lets me in, and then he kind of walks towards that big bay window, <laughs> looking out at the Medford Muni, and he sits there with his back to me, and, he, and we talked. That's the whole conversation was me talking to his back and him talking, like talking to me, but not to me. You know what I mean? Like, Correct. like he almost should have been petting a cat. He's talking to the window. Yeah, and he's like, "You never know who your friends are, Jason. You know, <laughs> you think you know somebody, and it's all this." Bu- it, it was a reflection moment. For like, him. like he wasn't like going like like uh, like a normal human being would be like. I got kind of fucking wasted last night, and I overreacted. Sure, I got you know, pissed. or you know, address the real issues. Like, hey, I'm sorry, I said what I said, but you know what? This is kind of fucking bothering me, right? No, he doubled down, Ooh. and it got to the point where even like in the back of my head, I was like, I'm like, my eyes are rolling. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ! I was like, all right, it's getting kind of close. Are you doing the show tonight or not? Flat out, right? I just need an answer because if not, I have to go, right? And he said he'd do the show, but but he was done. I was done, and of course by the end of the show he was back in the band. Correct. Um, we had a good show that night. Uh, it if was you recall, beautiful. like the, all the openers like played way too long, um, played drum solos. Uh, everybody had to have their own drum kit. One of the, the nightmare scenarios that I've no longer <laughs> want to deal with. But, Switching uh, drum sets between sets. But then the, the 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 segue to that is that like when we I think it was a uh, the next time down we moved up to to pack up everything and. It was another situation where, like, I actually went down to hang out with those guys the night before, much like when you joined the band, and you came down to help out with the move uh, the following day. 
And I was like passed out on Garrett's mom's couch because I was just too hungover while Shags was installing a door for his mom. I remember that. And you wake me up. And because and the weird thing is that like I we've all experienced Garrett, but but you really hadn't. And like you're like, yeah, we gotta talk. We go outside and you're like you're kinda panicked. You're like, Garrett's fucking quitting the band again and all that stuff. And <laughs> I don't like I don't remember how the timeline because it wasn't that long that we ended up kicking him out. But like, uh, it, it yeah, was within a month, he ended up like throwing a ball of Shags' drums out into the street, and then like everybody hugged it out, and then we went up, up, put everything at your place. I think we jammed just a little bit, yeah, and then uh, he went home, and then we never actually practiced as, as the four of us again. And then he came up for something, got pissed off at Shags, and then he took it out on me. And then I had to go to the next band meeting, and I, I actually thought you guys were going to choose Garrett over me. I flat out did. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I am done with this fucking psycho, this this nonsense. Because I remember it was, it was just so fucking stupid. And the fact that he was actually pissed at Shags but decided he had to take it out on me, um, I was just like, this guy, I just can't take it. And we were we were loyal, and uh, you know um, it makes sense in hindsight. Honestly, like who the fuck's going to choose Garrett? You know, <laughs> yeah, he was explosive, but he was he, he was the lead guitar player. You know what I mean? You Correct. Know? And I wasn't like that. this fucking elite level singer. And you know we, what I mean? It's like well, right, and we needed that. You know, but at the same time, you know, uh, weighing off your options, you're going. You know, we'll get someone else. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> well, next Shags was the first one. He was like, you know, I was like, I knew you probably weren't really sure. It's like, well, who should I be loyal to? I mean, you know, I. I you knew me a little better, but but we weren't like we are now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah, that's uh, all the memories. What, what about what, do you have a favorite? I mean, favorite Garrett? I mean, I know at times he would reach out to you independently. He did. He did a few times. Um, you know, I really couldn't read him, so I was having a tough time because I'm like, you know, what? Where is he coming from? And it was really the the explosiveness that kind of threw me off. Yeah. You know, I'm. I like to be sort of level, and and uh, you know even at that time you know when I was a you know dumb kid you know I sort of like you know I had that hey okay you blew up that's fine let's talk about this mm-hmm. but it was just an additional blow up on top of a blow up and I didn't you know I didn't get the conflict you know, between you and him or him and you I should say um, so a lot he, of history there I mean but yeah, um, yeah. it was really more he had the conflict right right yeah, he was a very silly man it was. You know, Garrett driven, but uh, well, I can verify what you just said about yourself being kind of a person who you're like, well, you, okay, you blew up, but let's talk about it. I got hammered uh, one night and accused you of having sex with my wife. <laughs> Which night? <laughs> just kidding. and then, but again, again, remember we talked about like the morning after kind of conversations. Like, I I didn't stare out the window and go, I thought you were my friend. I was like, hey man, I think I said some kind of fucked up shit last night, and. Uh, Let's get you know, past uh, it. I uh, really, 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 yeah. really want to apologize. And, uh, yeah, and we're human. It's not going to happen again, man. Uh, <laughs> and we're human. And yeah, you know, and we're human. Uh, you have. To, I think it's, you remember I, Tessa was always fucking cheating on me. So right. th- that was the previous relationship. I'm sure a lot of that baggage was was dragging along. And I'm like, wait a second. I forgot all about it though. Yeah. You know, well, right? You know, well, whole, well, that's nice of you to say. I blocked but, it out. You know, I mashed down my feelings. You know, <laughs> that was uh, the go-to process uh, in the Chrysler. You know, uh, you know, history. Whenever you felt bad, ashamed, um, 
embarrassed, you just mash it down. It will flare up, but it's not going to be now. So you let it go, you mash it down, and it'll, mash you know, it down. It'll, it'll, it'll sort of, you know, grow inside. So that was kind of our calling card early on when we would talk about, like, yes. you know, like, it's actually healthy just to, like, shove all your feelings down and let it rot and fester like garbage. Oh, absolutely. I think it's <laughs> Let's, yeah, just let it go, push it all down in the gut, and then uh, go home. See what I, happens. I always thought, too, like, if there was, like, um, if we have religious beliefs, you and I go to the same church. They're pretty much symbiotic. Correct. I'm not sure. I, I don't even know. what. The, I'm just not a religious guy. Um, and, and, and I don't have a problem with people who are. I have a problem with hypocrisy. I have a problem with shoving, I, using your view of the world to create laws or problems for other people. Starting wars, things of that nature. You're directing or my world. Debating over whether or not someone can say happy holidays when they ring you out at Target. Correct. Those kind of things. That that's what irritates me. I, I don't have a problem with anybody that like, you know, prays, goes to church, all that stuff. I mean, I was raised Lutheran. I didn't have like this negative experience, but like it not going to church was one of the most natural things for me to do from a very young age. Yeah. Yeah, didn't for, really get the choice as a kid, but we're doing some religion now. All right, uh, for me, yeah, uh, <laughs> all right. For me, <laughs> let's uh, let's go back. Uh, born and raised Catholic, and uh, I don't think I knew that a Roman Catholic and uh, hardcore Polish Roman Catholicism, which was like the nuns would inflict pain on you if you didn't learn your you know your passages for the next meeting of the catechism learnings um so it was really uh traumatic as far as uh um looking at it as a good thing uh you know so as a kid you don't know that and then when you become old enough you're you kind of go hey why are you assholes to me stop that and why am i coming back for this you know so that's when i walked away I, I you know i think i was about maybe 15 16 years old where i just realized i said i i don't want to go back there because it's ridiculous it's they're mean and um you know they're trying to scare people into jesus and so i said that's, that's <laughs> it gotta, is weird too like the whole that's concept gotta go of like, uh your sins can't be forgiven by Jesus unless you take the right amount of notes. Correct. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, if you can't, you know, read or, you know, tell me that little passage verbatim, you are a bad Catholic, and I didn't feel that I was a good thing. So um, one incident really kind of pushed me over. I think I went to a, uh, we went to a Polish church uh, in Minneapolis, and... Um, it was like I think it was Easter. So this and, is after you're, you're in in America. Yeah, yeah. So your mom hung tight with it. Yeah, okay. it, it was actually my step that he was really you know, okay. um, super super Catholic, uh, which was really weird because he was an asshole. So uh, it didn't make sense. It makes sense, but to it me. sort of made sense to me you now. <laughs> so we're sitting in church and you know everybody's in pews and it's a huge huge church just you know the holy cross church on 18th and central um and pre-mass you know people are whispering or doing this there's kids that are laughing whatever the door to the church which was in the back of the church because you're facing the altar opens up and a woman walks in and she must have been i don't know 25 years old nude and she just walks up to the altar, you know. Yeah. And of sounds course, hot. well, I'm 16, and I'm like, 
Okay. Doing. Yeah, I just literally, you know, six to midnight. Semi popped. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, of course, you know, I'm looking side boob. You know what is happening right now? So she walked up to the altar, and uh, the priest, you know, took his dress or robe, or, you know, whatever you call it, um, wrapped that around her, and costume. Uh, this is costume, and um, just you know, he ushered her you know, into the back room, and after that, I was like, I can't take you seriously. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, I didn't know what to think about that, and it's just you know. Just based I don't on think the, about it, and you just told me. I was, like, I, was I was sold. I was like, I'm walking away from you, people, because y'all y'all crazy. So I'll, I'll keep this part short because I've already yeah. told it on the store uh, on the show before, more for the listeners. But like, I made a deal with my um, with, with my father and my mother that um, if I got confirmed, I no longer had to go to church. And I, I think I'm pretty sure in the back of their head, they're like, "Well, he just he's just saying that." Like I was like, when I got confirmed, I never went back. It's like. Deal's a deal, man. Uh, you guys said, I, yeah. I was like, I've missed enough fucking football because of church. So, yeah. And that, it's, sadly, literally, that's my biggest issue. Is that like, fucking A, man. You wrap it up, man. Kickoff is in like 10 minutes, and I got my, my drive home. 30 minutes from home, and, and then dad's probably going to want to stop somewhere and, and then get pie. And it's like, I'm just, I'm going to, you know, it's like, can we just get moving on this? First quarter will be over by the time <laughs> I get home. I missed the first quarter of every game from 80 to, I think, what are we, 84, 85, whenever I got confirmed. <laughs> thanks. Fucking bullshit, man. Thanks, Jesus. This was on Monday. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jesus. Not today, Jesus. <laughs> the bikes are on. I love it. Yeah, but, you know, it is what it is. We move on. We're adults. So what about music? You know, I don't know that you and I ever talked uh, any origin stories with either one of us. Of course, you probably figured out, like, this idiot started liking Kiss, and so that's what he does. What, uh, what, what, were you music, were you playing music at all when you were still in Poland? You came here about the age of 13, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah, I came here at 13. I didn't play any music in Poland, but I remember, you know, I recall seeing the video for Money for Nothing and Checks for Free, mm. and it was really an animation, and I believe... Sting, yeah, you know, of yeah. cameoed on that I one, right? The MTV part, yeah. And so I was like, that intro lick really like hit me. I was, you know, I was like, oh, that's that's kind of yeah. Cool. That's, and that's a tough lick to play. Yeah, like, to play right, right. Yeah, I still don't know how to play it, but uh, you know, years go by, or you know, a couple years. I you know, I moved to the states, and and then you know. Teenage years of you know discomfort and you know uncomfortable you know existence you know acne and speaking to women. You are not a hair metal guy though, right? I started out with hair metal, yeah, early on. You know, it was you know I've got a little waspy and wasp. Yeah, that was, and then the glam rock had kicked in. Rat, you know, I remember really enjoying some rat. And then, you know, the Poisons and the Warrens, which were fine, <laughs> but I sort of took them with a, you know, know, with a little... take a dive right around there. Right. Uh, quality control at the record labels is slipping. And then, yeah, at the time, you know, I was a little bit more you know, interested in the skirt than, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the guitar, so uh didn't really do anything. And I remember a buddy of mine... Uh, his older brother uh, was, uh, you know, sort of a guru uh, who we looked up to. He was a couple years older, 
and Mike had long hair and uh, he played the guitar. And so I was like, hey, if I get an acoustic, can you show me, you know? And he was a lefty and I was like, well, how do you do it like this? He's like, well, no, you play it like this because you're a righty, so. But should it be like looking in the mirror? Correct. Yeah. Which which I was like, what? You know, what's happening right now? It is still off-putting. Right. I just watched a McCartney special on uh, Hulu. I just and yeah, it I was just like every that. time he picked it up, I was like, ah, I just can't. Anyway, yeah. The, by the way, it's amazing, right? Yeah. Oh no. I mean, oh, it, it is. Uh, Rick Rubin, as far as I'm concerned, has redeemed himself. I never had a real huge problem with him, but like, uh, I thought what he, the way he handled it was very fun and light, and exactly what somebody who's a if you're a super fan. This is something for you. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. we're, we're like, you know, my favorite band, Kiss. All they do right. is something for people that, oh, I've heard of them. It's like, oh, great. Well, you're going to tell the same fucking, you're never going to do anything unique or fun other than sit on a couch without shoes. Thanks a lot, Paul Stanley. Anyway. Right. Not the, but, yeah, the McCartney thing, just amazing. And also just seeing him. And just kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into this because you're we in the middle of something there. But I just loved watching how, like, he seemed just at peace with the fact that because he knows he's Paul fucking McCartney at the same time. Yeah. He, he's also like, you know, like, oh, this is a good one. Oh, fuck this. Yeah. The, the guy's an icon, you know. He's an icon. He's, you know, Sir Paul. And uh, he's just so laid back. Really appreciate Kanye bringing him into our life. So. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Kanye. Anyway, carry on. I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, you know. I, I, you know, I met Mike and and he showed me some chords, you know. And it, it, this is your friend Mike that that I've met, right? Correct. Okay, okay. Yeah, uh, you've met. Uh, he's an fat, uh, you know, he's an old fat, uh, you know, Irish guy right now, uh, whom I respect still. But uh, <laughs> you know, showed me a C chord and a G chord, and you know, from there on, it's kind of history. But. Uh, you know, I do recall uh, listening to a lot of Pink Floyd with my stepdad, and you know, he had the great. Oh, you know, analog- so he had a good side. He had a great, you know, analog, you know, album or or, or uh, setup. You know, you know, we're talking large speakers. You know, your, you know, when your speakers were furniture. Were your spe- Yeah, you can do not set your drink on the yeah. speaker. Get it off there. You know, so uh, and th- that was you know, on record still. So you know, I. You know, got to experience you know a lot of that through my stepdad. You know, he had nice. some, uh, yeah. You know, he was you know into the harder rock, which was weird. Uh, f- you know, for a a middle aged Polish man you know, at the time. You know, we're talking like eighty seven. Was he um, an immigrant? Or? He was. Okay. Yes, yes. So he moved here. Oh from wait, Pol- uh, we, did with your mom? Correct. So he moved here with my so, mother. So you had a stepdad in Poland. Correct. Okay. And it was him. Yeah. So they moved here, and then you know. Um, he, he, you know, he introduced me to quite a few of the gems, the real good bands, you know, of the past. And yeah. then from that, you know, from that point on, you know, I took off and I said, hey, I like this. And then you go down a rabbit's hole and then you find out this and, you know. Did you ever have that, um, they call it like the Beatles Ed Sullivan moment or something like that. For For me, it was probably, I remember the first time I heard Kiss was when my sister got it for you know, it was like a, a treat that we got Christmas shopping. We went home and listened to like my record first and listened to hers. And like by the end of the, the first song, which was Detroit Rock City, I was like, there is something. This is just resonating with me in a way. I had no idea how important it would be, but it literally was like the first domino that like changed my life. Was there something like that for you or was it more gradual? Or It, it wasn't really anything specific. Uh, it was, you know, I would go 
into these peaks of like, hey, I'm gonna explore this genre of music. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'd go and you remember when KQ used to run the Beatles from A to Z? Yeah. So I used to record that on nice. tapes, and I'd be like, okay. Now I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna listen to these tapes with you know with Terry Train and such. I don't know if we can say you know of Terry Train's name on uh, on uh, on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, we, hey, hey, look, we both fucked her. So, oh yeah, multiple I, who times. Hasn't? Anyway, correct. That's right. Got my herpes. We're on a train and train. Correct. Yeah. So uh, you know, I used to record Sorry, Terry. those. Love you, Terry. I used to record those <laughs> and, uh, you know, re-listen you know, to that stuff because it yeah. would go, you know, A to Z. I mean, all the, you know, songs, you know, of the Beatles. And, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, my stepdad, you know, would bring in, you know, a lot of uh, records and be like, hey, we're going to listen to uh, Deep Purple, you know. I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Well, that's, well, that's weird. I like it. But nice. it's kind of, it's dark, you know, and it's, what's with the keys, you know? There's a lot of organs here. What's happening? So, you know, it was kind of gradual, you know, I... I didn't really, you know, have one singular, oh, wow, you yeah. know. Later on, you know, I did, you know, but early on, no. I, I don't think at the age of seven I realized this is my job now. Um, but uh, it wasn't too long. Probably by the age of 12 or 13, I was like, I have to get a guitar, especially by the time Motley Crue came around. Um, at oh, that yeah. point, we'd already had Quiet Riot and Twisted Sister kind of break through that little numbskull of mine. I had no idea of the world of Van Halen at that point, which would just change everything. Well, but, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, no, no, that, 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 that's fun. I've always known, like, um, a lot of your, your more passionate stuff that, that of the hard rock ilk is in that kind of grunge era that um, I know you're big Alice like, in Chains, Soundgarden. I like the riff. I like the riff. Oh, yeah, you are definitely... Um, I'm a riff you, guy. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you noodle around more than you do chords, which is probably why uh, you were actually a very natural fit for bass. You, you, you know, when we would do original stuff, you always kind of came in with a neat thing. Like, uh, I, a couple examples um, uh, where, where the song is, is almost driven by what you're playing is... Uh, um, oh, what's that song on... The, on, uh, on Intake. Uh, is it behind? Given away. Oh, given, given away. away. Oh, behind is a great. The one that opens it up. Yeah, but yeah. given away, that 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 baseline kind of carries all the verses. The choruses are kind of straight up, kind of yeah, rock yeah. stuff. Yeah.
That's a nice, yeah. Um, and then, of course, uh, the a very key moment on kind of the more modern era Chrysler was on the um, uh, Oh Devil, Where Art Thou? Like as far as a song that that I've written, I take the most pride in that. To me, it's like this actually sounds like something that actually could blow up if we had had that kind of backing, right? But you had actually had. Do you still have it? The baseballs effect. The pedal? I do. I yeah. do have the pedal. So. Um, and you were just you brought that down and fucked around. And we literally, you were just doing like the intro to the song is just you kind of like tuning up, going and like my ears perked up. And that was the one time it was you, me, and Duffy in trouble all together. Okay. I was like. That I like that, and and yeah. I remember like like Trouble and I had already been kind of demoing for about a few months, and you guys were kind of joining us kind of like okay. for the first time, and you guys had no idea. We were like, well, we're we're recording a demo tonight of something. We're not leaving it's here. Yeah, 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 you were kind of like, no, oh, we'll see what happens. Like, uh, yeah, but uh, but we, we built that it, entire yeah. song musically. That night, that was great. Yeah, was um, great. I think we may have sequenced a little different different. God no, I still have the demo. I think the demo is almost exactly huh. the same sequence. And then I, you know, I think a week or two later, I went down and wrote the lyrics and and melody to it. But like, I just had that because we had that right. I didn't remember that, but that was all driven like that bass part. Especially, it has a very danceable kind of like sound to it. It doesn't even really sound like bass. And then I think that's where Duffy's beat comes in when that part plays it's like it's a very kind of almost disco okay okay so yeah kudos to those those are two right off the top and like you said you mentioned behind which is of course an amazing riff that opens up uh um uh the first track on that record now behind i remember though when you first brought that to us it was almost like we we kept the notes we changed the uh, the metering of it i don't know the, the word like the, the 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 pattern um but it was a Metallica song. I don't remember which one it was. Uh, yeah, it was probably lifted lightly, but, uh, you know. Uh, well, it was one of those things that was like, you know, we, we've all been there. You it know? creeps into your mind, and yeah. you don't even know, you know, unconsciously, Did, you know, subconsciously somehow. I, you, you, you probably never heard this story before, but, like, uh, Trouble and Duffy and I got together, uh, and we were working, and I was like, guy, like, I was really pumped to share this fucking song with them, right? And I, I fucking play it, and we kind of go through it a little bit, and, like, I had no lyrics. I just had the melody. And, and then, like, all of a sudden, he's like, is this a Soundgarden song? <laughs> and then, like, I'm like, what? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's that my wave. And then, like, a light bulb went, 
Yep. It like, creeps in, and you don't know. You got to bail or do what we did with behind. Is like, why don't we do it? You know what? It wasn't the bass intro. It was the riff you had after that. Oh, yeah. That's what it was. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah, we kept the bass intro, and then we said, let's alter from this point on, because that's a really cool melodic thing. And then you can yeah, that's what it was. Recently, been playing with a guy. Um, nice. Probably the last. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you, gotta, you never lose the. You can take the Catholic out of church, but not the church out of the Catholic, right? Nope. <laughs> hey. uh, anyway, he's a drummer, and uh, I played with the guy. You know, uh, his name is Josh, and uh, every time I came with an idea to you know to him with an idea, just saying, "Hey, this could be a song. What do you think?" He'd immediately shoot it down. Yeah. So we started calling him the Pre, Dream, the dream Before crusher. or after you and I working together? Oh, just recently, okay. within, Very, within okay. the last four years, you know. And you uh, called him what? The, the, the Dream Crusher, because he would mm. crush you know, every dream of a great song, which was already written by somebody else, but yeah. I just wanted to live that dream for an hour or two until we finished the song, and then, you know, he would just be like, now, yeah, someone else wrote it. Was he just a buzzkill, or was he actually right? He was actually correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, you know, well, uh, you know, it happens. We lift. We yeah, steal. like I don't begrudge Duffy for bringing it up. If anything, I was no, like, no. I was like, well, it turns out I really like that song, and I hadn't listened to it in ten years. Right, right. So yeah, it was uh, it was a great time back then, man. Life was simple. <laughs> we had no, you know, we had no. You were the only one with a woman for the. Mo- oh wait, I, I had that train wreck with Tessa there for a couple of years. No, that was that was. Uh, oh my god, it's good to watch from a distance. Nice, yeah. Um, I'm still sorry if you're not coming to your wedding. Um, anyway, we uh, missed you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, hopefully, you had better things going on than to worry about what the fuck I was doing. But Tessa, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> the first time she broke up with me, I felt relieved, and I started making dinner. And then she came back and cried, and I felt bad. And I don't think things were ever the same after that. Like it was like <laughs> never made that meal again. Like, well, like uh, like typically, like you know, like the relationships I had before that, when they ended, there was some sorrow, some sadness, no matter sure. no matter how legitimate it was, the shock. But like that one was like it was like when she walked out the door, I was like, let's, "Fuck, I'm hungry. Let's cook. Who wants to eat?" You know? <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be a great night. Yeah. And then a couple hours later, she's back on the front step, crying like, "Mommy, you come here!" Like, I don't think you, 
I think that that fucked me up in a way that I wasn't prepared for. Uh, uh, you know, I'm in the middle of grilling right now. Go away. Yeah, that's what I should have said. Yeah. I'm having spaghetti. I don't have time for this. It's going to get fucking cold. The noodles, they're just, they don't stay fresh the whole time. Oh, but uh, well, well, how else can we explain how to fail at rock and roll? I mean, you were the the the, the First Avenue show where we uh, played Seventh Street with oh, uh, beautiful time. Um, I still have a soundboard tape of that, but you remember, like, uh, uh, what was Creeper? Creeper didn't <laughs> Creeper didn't have his guitar amp on. That's right for Creeper. the first song. <laughs> Creeper just crept into my mind. Creeper was a uh, Creeper was an interesting cat. I think he was older than us. Yeah. Um. Not by a lot, but you know, five years at that time is a lot. I think. Uh, yeah. yeah. Remember, and, and he was married and had three kids. Correct. Yeah, he was. Uh, really threw off our mojo, man. Yeah, he was a father. Um, he, you know, he was he a decent. His kids to the fucking rehearsal space. That's right. And just so people know, because I go on the show all the time that I hate kids. Uh, that's one of the bits. But no, this place was a cockroach infested shithole that basically everybody around you is a drug addict pissing in fucking milk jugs. You do not bring a four year old to this no. place with loud. This this was like down and dirty. You know, no earplugs. Yeah, yeah. It was it was. Uh so Creeper, you know, where did we find Creeper? No, I'm good, thank you. The city pages ad that we just threw one of those out there, and uh, he was the guy who answered. He he started in the band because remember we had that kind of like brief period before we got a rehearsal room, okay, where we were playing at your mom's house. Yes, um, and actually that was the first time he quit. And then we decided, uh, then we found the rehearsal room at, at Cooler Sound, which our very first room was like <sighs> six by ten, and it was like. Like, there is no room. The drum sets filled up most of it because, you know, Shag's had a huge set. Sure, 18 piece. Three fucking full cabinets, but. Uh, Let's build a riser. But he was a great lead player, but we found out pretty quick he had no retention. Like, couldn't remember like, anything. Like, he couldn't remember how to play any. Like, he, he learned like six to seven songs and then couldn't learn anything else after that. And then when we did the couple shows that we did, remember the last show we did with him? We was, was at a sandwich shop. And uh, he had to like not play. He like actually walked up, like left for like this segment of the show because he didn't know these songs. We had to play for like two hours, and and he didn't know. I'm like, well, what are you gonna do? And he's like, well, I'll just I'll go sit with my wife. Boy, yeah, it's, that's right. Yeah, and uh, uh, I can't remember. It was like a weird little sandwich pizza ice cream place that had a stage in back in, in uptown there. There, yes. There's yeah. oh man, we've had some great shows. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely... and Shaggy played as a three piece. Yeah, that's and, part of the ambiance, man. Incoming, I like it. I like it. I like it. I'm trying to think of like some of our other shows. I know we do. We went to see Flip and Janice Figure a lot. Those are the two big bands of of the local scene at the time that that I aspired to be. Yes. Um. Uh, what were were there any other ones that that you kind of like enjoyed? I know um, just locally. Yeah, like at that time. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, similarly, I mean, you know, I, I sort of, you know, we kind of, you know, operated in the same world, you know. and Yeah, we went to a lot of shows together, we apart, liked, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. similar stuff. Yeah. You, know, you know, what really crept up on my radar, you know, early early on was like the Jayhawks. And I know, All right. And I know that they're a little country-esque, you know, but I was really like. Well, that Tomorrow the Greengrass is an amazing oh, album. Fucking harmonies. Yeah. I mean, you know, Florida's is just, you know, they're both like, wow, holy shit. You know, it was like 
to me it was like Beatlesque almost. You know, oh would, sure. You know, these harmonies were so perfect, and I'm like, how the fuck? I saw them more like the, like the birds or the turtles, kind of that era. Yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, those, well, which were all very Beatlesque, right? But kind of right. like that that later English. Uh, uh, what do they call that? The the the, the Brit- British explosion deal thing. Yeah, the Jayhawks were, you know, I don't want to say they were Hollies. Yeah, I mean it was an influence, you know, definitely. And I yeah, it was like really, that with country. Like that's a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. And I remember I used to hate country, and it was like I can't fucking like it, but I like it. You know, like I can't let myself. Well, those two main singers, I, I I'm scratching to get their name. Greg Lourdes and I don't know the other guys. But they. Were just amazing. Yeah, people got Google. Look up the Jayhawks. Check out the song Blue. You'll know what I'm talking about anyway. Where have all my friends gone? Where have all my friends gone? My God, what a. The way they. they the, the, the two voices turn around, maybe someday. One goes up, one goes down. And then it like, goes. Oh. You know, just yeah. goes, the whole thing. Full step off, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. yes, love that. Oh man, love it so much. I know, I'm literally like, <laughs> and the thing is that the, I think the the coolest thing about that because you know sometimes you get a bit jaded with locality. Yeah, I didn't know they were a Minnesota band when I first heard them. Oh really? Yeah. That came across like probably I want to say '93 for me. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, I think you're a little yeah, no, no, no. You know, but when we do it, you know, are we recording her? Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Uh, so, um, I was seeing this girl, and uh, she was, uh, unbeknownst to me, it was she was really super Christian, you know, and she didn't come off like a crazy Christian, and right. so you know, I go with my, you know, they with my gut. Well, yeah, you know, ultimately that's your goal, you know. She's kind of like, well, have you heard of the Jayhawks? You know, I've been, you know, just listening out to these guys, and uh, she, you know, she introduced me uh, to the band. You know, yeah. after that, I mean, not physically to the band. I didn't meet the Jayhawks, but I've seen them several times since. But she introduced me to the music, you know, the Jayhawks. Um, uh, she eventually uh, wanted to take me on a uh, uh, some sort of a Christian retreat in Connecticut, which I uh, declined, and then uh, this is where we parted. Uh, you know, that's the problem with a lot of those uber religious people. They don't know how to read the room. You know, it's like, uh, you know, it's like you're asking me? Yeah, no, I'm not the guy. <laughs> no, I'm not going whitewater rafting and praying that we live. Yeah. No, it's not happening. Even after she's, she talked to me about a half dozen times, my birth mother sent me a Bible. And I was just like, you know what? You you really thought this was the gift to send me for for my birthday or Christmas or whatever? But mm-hmm. first of all, I got I have a Bible if you if you must know. But uh, I have one in Polish and in English. Mm. Odd, fluent, huh? I am. I am bilingual. I've been, I've been a lot yeah, of buys. A lot of buys in this whole, room. Uh, knuckles there. Yeah, there's uh, you know we like to buy community, celebrate. Um, but yeah, <laughs> musically speaking, you know, that was really, uh, and then I used to go see, you know, local high school stuff, which, which, you know, I had a couple friends in some bands, uh, Sadie Foster was one of them and they got some, you know, light notoriety in Minneapolis, <laughs> you know, and it, it, they played great music, you know, but it was like, you know, and so you, 
you know, you get to expand your horizons, you know, growing up in the suburbs in Minnesota, you know, you get to go to Minneapolis and, you know, see some bands, which was you know, always cool. That kind of grew on me. I have to do a hard shift here. Uh, we used to play, I can't remember what the name of the place was. There was a bartender. Scooters. Scooters, okay. Um, there was a bartender that looked like. In Big uh, Lake, Minnesota. Um, Oh, God, one of my all-time movie star crushes, uh, Jennifer Tilly. Oh. Yeah, I think her name was uh, Bobby or something like that. She had like one of those like uh, uh, girl-boy names kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Joe or something like that. Bobby Joe, yeah. Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I was already uh, with, with, with Toots at that point, so there was no like effort to seal the deal. But, boy, there was, it, was, it was difficult, you know, because I was like, man, she like, was pretty dead on for Jennifer Tilly like this could, this could actually count as a celebrity you know fuck um, right that would have been a sale but anyway we were doing a show there um, yeah, we did a bunch there is all I'm getting at and, and it wasn't too uncommon that I would stay at uh, your and D's house afterwards because you're not too far from there um, and <laughs> uh, the next morning your, your lovely wife is making us breakfast and uh, um, and she's <laughs> Yeah, uh, your son Pablo, uh, he tried to watch a DVD that morning and found uh, uh, you're you're a purveyor of very cutting edge porn. Correct. At the time, time, yes, yes. Uh, Well, maybe still. I don't know. Uh, Well, it's it's uh, you know it's a little rough, and the kids nowadays, you know, they have phones, so it's all accessible. But at the time, well, yeah, he was young. I mean, we were relying on DVDs. Yes. Well, but Pablo is not like. you know, at the age of like, oh, I, I, I thought you were going a different direction. Like Pablo now is is a man. Correct. Yeah, I, he's guaranteed. He's seen some porn on his own phone. Um, and and that that that. But, but the, <laughs> I just remember like, <laughs> how is she so chill about that? But yet also kind of like pissed off. It was like it was just the perfect balance. It was yeah, like, he turned it on, and like, then we of like, course, what the the backstory is that we got back. She went to bed. The kid was already in bed. Uh, we stayed up drinking, and of course, you know, threw on some porn. Let's watch know? some weird so, shit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a great pancakes, D. Yeah, she does make a mean pancake, <laughs> uh, especially to porn, uh, which I respect still to this day. Twenty. What are we, 26 years together and 21 years married now? Uh, yeah, cheers, uh, man. Cheers to you, brother. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, You guys are the best. No, she's, uh, man, you talk about, um, it's difficult for either one of us to find a better match. Yeah, I know at the time, you know, I have gone through, you know, I have gone through several uh, rounds of, um, you know, female companions <laughs> who were uh, crazy. And uh, I s- sort of had my good radar. You want to go to Jesus camp? You seem like the kind of guy that wants to go to Jesus camp. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> my radar was fairly tuned. And uh, so when Is I... Is that a euphemism for in, sex? Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> right, Jesus camp, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, when I... Uh, when she uh, sparkled my eye, I was like, uh, "Hey, nice. you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not Ooh, fuck yeah. this up." And I uh, really, I really like, I, I, you know, I stopped smoking weed for a while. I mean, I, you know, I did some really important Legalize thing. It. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if it was legal then, I'd be smoking more. But uh, you know, at the time, I was like, you know, I'm gonna do things not to fuck this up, you know, and and uh, because it really like, you know, it resonated, you know, with me. I was like. She's good shit. She's like soup for me, you know. She keeps me, you know, afloat. If it wasn't for her, I'd be doing some weird shit in the back alley right now, you know. You'll enjoy this because it kind of ties into the band after you left. Mm-hmm. So Shores replaced you. 
Um, for those who don't know, my wife believes in ghosts, and I don't. Um, and uh, it came up. Uh, um, Interviews uh, over. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's what short says. It's like, it's like I don't understand. It's like when you guys are like you're so incompatible. Like, how do you like, like how do you get over something like that? Like, what? Believing in ghosts is your fucking line in the sand for a relationship, and then it dawned on me. I was like, "Wait a second, do you believe in ghosts, Shores? Shores believes in ghosts." I love so then, so our next band meeting, we decided to do a, like a roll call, and of course, the rhythm section believes in ghosts, and Treble and I do not. You know, so it's Duffy and That's Shores right. are like, "We believe in ghosts," and then it'll literally be kind of like it's a touchy point for Shores. Like even Duffy didn't like like you know Duffy let us pick on him all the time. But he did not like being picked on for believing in ghosts. Like, like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, like, you know, Treble and I became the Hollywood elites. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Fucking goddamn elites. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Believe what you want to believe, man. What the fuck? Yeah, the, when did you ever get off, like, if I picked on you about something that, like, I actually gave a shit? one like, I'm not trying to change you. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jesus. Yeah. Do what you want to do, man. What the hell do I know? But yeah, believe ghosts, in ghosts. Ghosts yeah. are stupid. Yeah, right. It's, it's a flicker in your eye. You know, it was a shadow or something. It wasn't a goddamn it was, ghost. It was a cat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, headlights in the fucking window. But anyway. Ooh. Yeah. No. Uh, it. That uh, was. I just love the idea that like Shorts thought that was like the one thing. It's like, oh, you know, she's a Packer fan. I'm a Viking fan. I can deal with that. Whoa, whoa you don't believe in ghosts? This is where I draw the line. Yeah, like fuck, man. I don't. Even, you believe in God? I don't care, man. And, what the hell? And we've had plenty of ghosts, you know, shows, Halloween yeah. shows, All right. you know, uh, oh, yeah, the, the Chrysler. For which one? Well, which one do you want to talk about? The gorilla one is always my favorite. Oh, that was beautiful. Gorilla suits and uh, pyrotechnics in yeah. city of Albertville. Northern was Minnesota. it in Albertville? It was. It was in a warehouse, and and yeah. you know, remember we? Uh, I think we opened. Did we open up? We were um, like in the middle somewhere. Three I think. of five. Okay, which was common for us. We would play with all these really hard extreme metal bands, and we would be kind of that like little softener thing uh, in the middle. Yeah, and then it would go back, you know, to kind of like I don't know, I don't know if you, more new metal than thrash. Sure, he's into um, it, and then let's go back to. Uh, but that was great because nobody knew. And we remember, well, remember, we stormed the place, like we did, we we set all our stuff up for our show, went to the, change into the, these gorilla outfits, and we bought fake monkey butts. Yeah, yeah, we just and, ran in, and we just ran in, climbed over everything. Everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on with these guys?" We didn't pay cover, you know, all this stuff. You know, we just, just ran past ran the ticket, the gate, yeah. and then we get up on the stage, just like, "Ah, oh, motherfuckers." Get it. 
remember just how hot it was wearing that yeah. <laughs> wearing that outfit. I was just sweating balls, and you know we had the actual heads on, and those you know came off immediately because yeah, yeah, I'm like perfect. I can't see what I'm playing. Well, we had to think too. You know? Correct. Yeah, but it was uh, no, that was a great show. That was a, a Halloween adventure. Um, uh, any any word from from Shags? I haven't talked to Shag since uh, 2018. Um, Amy and I went to Redwood Falls, Minnesota, mm-hmm. to see the Ron Keel band. Um, okay. uh, do you know Ron Keel or not? I followed okay. you. And, All right. Yep. I know he's not the hugest star from the 80s, but him and I have struck up a friendship. He lives yeah, in Sioux yeah. Falls, South Dakota now. You okay. know, from uh, Anyway, um, <laughs> you know Shag's was the carny, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're walking through this fucking one of the the shittiest fucking carnivals I've ever been at. Like it, it's a it's a county fair, okay. but these rides are like from the eighties. Ooh, rough. Like, they just came up on my memories the other day. It's like I was talking. I have all these pictures I shared talking about shooting a horror movie at, at this thing, right? And we were literally just getting there and walking through, and I hear Baco like yelling, and uh, it wasn't Shags. It was your boy Sorgi. Sorg. Sorg was there, and Shags ended up being there, but apparently Shags didn't feel like working that day. Apparently you can do that as a carny. You just don't work one day. Stick it off. Um, so on a Saturday, he was sitting in the, in, in the He came out and, um, you know, physically looked great, but he was uh, he was not with it. I don't know. I, I think it was just, he was drunk, but couldn't really tell, say for sure. But that, unfortunately, is the last time I've talked to him. The The most recent phone number I had from him was from that time, and it's, sure. it's not around. But, uh, Great and, drummer. Oh, yeah, a lot of fun, too. Great, he's a really beast. cool dude, man. Yeah, We'll give you the shirt off his back. And I remember like when he quit, that was a really tough time for me. Trouble can attest to this. Because like Shags and I had had reached that point where like, um, like the stress could be taken out on each other. Yeah, and when yeah. he left, I didn't... like. You know, because you know I can run a little hot. Yeah, now what? Especially in practice right. when we're doing stuff. Um, and Shags is always the perfect guy to, like, yell at, get yelled at back. And, you know, things would kind of, like, you know, you know, settle that way. Right. Um, but, yeah, it was – and it, it, I, 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 God, I wish I could remember the exact moment. But there was a time where I was like, fuck, this is actually affecting me more than I realized it did, that he's not here. The guy I've been in the band with for the longest time, and now I'm snapping at Duffy. I'm snapping at Treble. I'm snapping at Dino. But Dino had a way of pushing your buttons. One of the dumbest things is like, he, I'm not stretching my strings. I'm like, what? You keep okay. Well, let's just play another song. <laughs> One verse in, you'll be out of tune. Oh, I just bought these and put them on. I'm not stretching them out. Okay, I don't know what the fuck you think happens when you stretch strings. Correct. Especially in a goddamn bass, but yeah, fucking you tune them up and they stay. Yeah, we stretch them. We, we can't finish a song because you keep going on a tune. That's funny. But yeah, enough about that. But yeah, no, I uh, Shags. Yeah, is, I'm, I'm a Shags, but I do uh, too. And yeah, I do too. Uh, no, he was always one of those guys that was uh, would literally, you know, give you the shirt off his back. Yeah, like, he would well, insist on you know taking uh, off his shirt and giving it to you. It you was, you're talking about sweating. Remember, oh, he, he ended up being Tarzan for the the, yes. the ape show because like well, there's no way he's fuck. I mean that. He doesn't like, even to. practice like pump pump coated in sweat. Sweat. Remember, yeah, <laughs> he would hang fans everywhere. He had all these fucking box fans, and it was like it was annoying to me. You couldn't set a cigarette down or a piece of paper without it blowing everywhere. It's like, can you shut a couple of these fucking fans? <laughs> oh my god, it was no. really good. Oh yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, he, he his ideas for drumming were better than his ability. 
right? Like, you know, like he he wasn't the greatest timekeeper, but, but, but time, man, he was... he was just always out there pushing for the next thing. And uh, that's not he wasn't a bad drummer, but you know Duffy was a much more tighter rock and roll kind of drummer. But but Shags was definitely that. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna on an adventure right now. You know I'm, I'm gonna like ride. A, I'm gonna I'm ride. Like John yeah. Bonham's stepbrother. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna you know it, it, like uh, I'm gonna carnival ride and it's gonna be great. You know yeah. maybe that's where you know it's where he became a carny. Who knows? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think he kind of fell into that. Uh, I did. Shags. Oh my god! Yeah, I remember when we first started the band. He was in jail for something, <laughs> and he got work released through some kind of bullshit. Like, uh, like his buddy's dad would sign something that said he's working on the farm this weekend, so he would get out for band practice. <laughs> I love it. That is great. And because we're in Medford, of course, there was three or four times that, like, even though it's like three in the afternoon, we got the cops called on us for practicing, and the cops would like open the garage door, and literally, like, as the garage door opens, Shags would just kind of sit with his back against the wall with the door. So, like, you know, the cop would stand there, and you'd never see <laughs> Never like, see him. He's, like, so worried to get busted and stuff. But, oh, that's funny. Oh, man. That's um, funny. We, we should wind this down a little bit and get into the, the game part of the show. All right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just, it's it's amazing. Like, I don't know, like, looking back, I clearly had a lot of fun. That was a blast, absolutely. And, and, my Lord, it's like, even, like, the worst times, I look back and laugh on it. It's just like I'm glad I went through it, and I'm, I'm even more appreciative that I went through it with someone like you, um, because like I said, we, we've we've stayed friends through it all. We, we 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 keep in contact as we get older. We don't see each other as often as we used to. So this is a lot of fun, man. I like it. I like it. I appreciate it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. It was. Uh, you know, at the time, you know, we didn't know what we were doing, and you know, and it was you know the you know the beauty of youth. It's like you know. You can go balls out, and you can, you know. I remember driving from uh, driving from a show in Owatonna, and um, there was a baptism for my nephew, and uh, I was required to attend, and uh, <laughs> I made sure that I am up on time. Slightly hungover, but I drove, and uh, you know, I'm I made it uh, to the baptism. You know, smelling like cigarettes and booze, but uh, I was there for Ethan and Jesus. Just a blast. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good time. Uh, you learn a lot. You know, you make these friendships. You know, I think uh, <laughs> unknowingly, really. You know, right. you just kind of go through these situations, and you're like, okay. And then, you know, you continue that. You know, you know, with that person. You know, as far as like, you know, keeping in touch and and just you know, growing and so forth. And uh, you know, I don't want to make it sappy. You know, but at the same time, it's like, you know, at the time, you don't know where it's going to you know, end up. And uh, you know, I've played with a few guys, you know, in bands where I'm not in touch with, you know, yeah. and and so this really, uh, this was really, you know, something cool. So it definitely was, and uh, and John Lennon would say to, to chime in your point: there's no place that you find yourself that you're not supposed to be. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, nice. Thank you. Thank you for that, John Lennon. All right, so we do a, a game show on the. And by the way, I echo all those sentiments. Honest to God, uh, yeah. I even. Even the, the the guys that I didn't vibe with, I, I, like we didn't even talk about fucking Zax. My oh. God, what a Zax was like a you know like California a... dude with a you know a hammer guitar and just shredded. But he was like, I can't tell. Is he on speed? Oh, uh, he had to be on speed. I, all the time. I, I don't know what's going on, but he you know he was a great dude. He was like really low key, and then you know 
he asked me to come up to. He, he did a online dating back then. Uh, he he was meeting a girl at the Mermaid, and he's like, "Hey man, you mind coming out, man? Uh, like if things don't go good, you know, then like I can like, oh hey, my buddy's here, I gotta go or something." He wanted me to an out. An excuse. I love um, it. And, and I show be- up, and and he's like, "Do you got like three bucks I can borrow?" And I'm like. What do you What do you need three dollars for? He's like, well, I gotta buy her a drink. He's like, that's funny. What do you think? He shows up on a date with no cash, with no money. Like, like he didn't need it for parking or for cover to make sure he had enough. Like, he literally like had needed me to give him three dollars to buy her one drink so he could kind of weed out how it went. He's into oh, it. Oh my god! And you were his financier and a beard. Yeah, I was like a house of beard or a wingman or whatever. I don't know. It's just, that's, oh my god! That's hot. I, I love it. And, and he's friended me a few times on Facebook, but I'm like, I just, I, I can't take that level of crazy in my life right now, man. Because uh, as much as those stories are fun, it's clear that, that, that the guy does have some mental illness, and I just, I don't want to, I'm just not the guy to handle that. Correct. Too okay. much for me, man. Yeah, let's put it that way. Not, I, my, not my monkeys, not my circus. Amazing lead guitar player, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, for those listening, he's he's the... Uh, yeah, he quit the band the day we were recording the first record. Uh, taped the keys to my work, like, with a poorly written and poorly worded note. And then we ended up, like, uh, when we got to the point where we didn't know what to do with the leads, you know, because I wasn't going to be able to pull them off, um, we just had him come down, and it was like... This I was mad at him, and like Shags had to walk me out because like I was like I was making it difficult for anybody to record because I was just being a dick. But uh, uh, thank God for Shags, uh, like you know, taking me out into the little uh, entryway there, and we let let Zach's do his work and then be on his way. But no, I know we will at this point. But at the time, I was pissed. That's funny. Anyway, so to the game, uh, Knuckles. Here Uh, we do this every uh, episode. Uh, This is called "Who Said It?" Ted Nugent or. So, as I go forward here, I'm going to give you a quote and give you two choices. It'll be between Ted Nugent or somebody else. Okay. And you have to tell me. You, you tell me who said it. Okay. And so far, the high score is eight. Okay. Um, the average, only one person hit eight out of ten. Everybody else has been four, five, or six. Whoa. So. Um, but uh, the guy who got eight uh, was the second one on. I thought it was like, this, this game is going to get really boring really quick. Sure. Hit me. All right. So here we go. Who said the following? Uh, was this Ted Nugent or was this Tom Morello of Raging Against the Machine, obviously fame? You, you're very familiar with it. Uh, this one might have been uh, curated for you. Char- uh, uh, Ted Nugent or Tom Morello? Charles Manson loved the Beatles but didn't understand them. Was that Ted Nugent or Tom Morello? I would say that was Tom Morello. That's correct. You got one one for one. Boom. All right, man. All right, so the next one up here, it was this Ted Nugent or O.J. Simpson. Ted Nugent or O.J. Simpson. My haters are laughable punks. My supporters are the greatest people that ever lived. Was that Ted Nugent or O.J. Simpson? Ted Nugent. You are correct. That is two for two. All right, you're hot. All right. Up next, we have, was this Ted Nugent, or former Nirvana drummer and current singer for the Foo Fighters, Dave Grohl? Ted Nugent or Dave Grohl? I think you should ride the line between fatigue and chaos. The chaos keeps the energy levels and spontaneity maximized, while fatigue is just over the edge and you should try to avoid it. Was that Dave Grohl or Ted Nugent? I'm going to go with Dave Grohl. Oh, that's your first one wrong. That is a Ted Nugent quote. Damn. Yes. 
All right, so next one up we have was the following said by Ted Nugent or South Park character Eric Cartman. Was this Ted Nugent or Eric Cartman? The only thing worse than a Frenchman is a Frenchman who lives in Canada. Was that Ted Nugent or Cartman? Hmm. That definitely sounds like Ted Nugent. Ooh, really? That is correct. You have three out of four so far. Beautiful. You're on a good, you're good streak here, man. The, the Polish Eagle is high and flying. Oh, I saw her. Yeah, yes, the Polish Eagle. All right, the next question then. Is this Paul? <laughs> the next question is, is this Ted Nugent or Polly Shore? Comedian Polly Shore or Ted Nugent? It's in my blood to tour. It's in my blood to get on the road. It's in my blood to go on stage. Ted Nugent or comedian Polly Shore? I'm going to go with Ted Nugent. I'm sorry. That is Polly Shore. Polly. So now you have two wrong so far. Out of two out of five. Damn. So you have three out of five correct. Five left. Was the following said by Ted Nugent or Pope John Paul II? Was this Ted Nugent or Pope John Paul II? Artistic talent is a gift from God, and whoever discovers it in himself has a certain obligation to know that he cannot waste his talent. Was that Pope or Ted? I'm going to go with my brethren of the Polish land. Uh, Paul. Uh, I'm going to go with the Pope, yeah. Pope John Paul II, you are correct. So that is four now you have right. You're, you're doing pretty good here, man. Thank you. Yeah, you have a chance to tie it here. All right. Up next we have, who said the following? Ted Nugent or RuPaul? You know who RuPaul is, right? I do. Everybody knows RuPaul. All sins are... For- <laughs> All sins are forgiven once you start making a lot of money. Was that Ted Nugent or RuPaul? I'm going to go with Ted Nugent. Oh, I'm sorry. That is RuPaul. RuPaul. <laughs> I should have. Yeah. All right. All right. Up next we have, who said the following, Ted Nugent or Donald Trump Jr.? Was this Ted Nugent or Donald Trump Jr.? I'm beginning to wonder if it would have been best had the South won the Civil War. Was that Ted Nugent or Donald Trump Jr.? I'm on a streak with Ted Nugent. All right. Fair enough. That's another one. Now, what does that give you your total to now? That's five. You got five. All right. Uh, all right. So we got two left here. Who said the following? Was this Ted Nugent or folk singer Bob Dylan? Ted Nugent or Bob Dylan? I don't want to be a rock star. I don't believe in rock stars. If you really examine what goes on with being a rock star, I've really avoided that well. Was that Ted Nugent or Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan. Mm. I'm sorry. That was the Nuge. The Nuge comes through. All right. So your last question is, so you got five right so far. You have a chance to get six. Um, This one is, uh, was this Ted Nugent or fictional character Ron Burgundy uh, from the movie Anchorman? All right. Hit me. It is Anchor Man, not Anchor Lady, and that is a scientific fact. Was that Ted Nugent or <laughs> Ron Burgundy? Ron Burgundy. Yeah, all right, they so got go six, down. man. Woo. All right, well, thanks for playing. Um, thanks for coming on the show here, Knuckles. Uh, you want to try to play some music? Yeah, well, yeah, we can do one. All right, let's see what we got. Let's try it out.
going to the city I got you on my mind Country sure is pretty I'll leave it all behind This is my decision I'm coming home to stay this time Cause I'm a fool for the city 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 Breathing all the clean air Sitting in the sun When I get my train fare Yeah, I'll get up and run I'm ready for the city Evolution, here I come Cause I'm a fool for the city 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 I'm like a fish out of water I'm just a man in a hole The city lights turn my blues into gold I ain't no country boy I'm just a homesick man I'm gonna hit grit as fast as I can I get off on Main Street to the crowd Sidewalk under my feet Yeah, traffic's good and loud When I see my inner city child I'll be walking on her cloud Cause I'm a fool for the city I'm a fool for the city I'm a fool for the city Fool for the city Sun's out, Mike's out. Thanks a lot, Knuckles. What was the bar? Um, it's five o'clock somewhere. What, what was that called? The place that it, we all hung out all the time and played. The office. Yeah, that's right. For a while there, we, sorry, no, sorry. for a while there, we were damn near the, the houseman for the office. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled eight billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.